We're learning the sugya of Mekadesh Benilfa, which, of course, goes down as one of the more lamdisha sugyas in Mesechtis Kedushan. And as we saw in yesterday's daf, that as a sif cotton of Mekadesh Benilfa, and we're going to see this very much again in tomorrow's daf, there's a shayla of if someone's Mekadesh Benilfa with a milva and a pruta, daita and milva, or daita apruta. So in the world of lamdis of Mesechtis Kedushan, Mekadesh Benilfa is very, very important sugya. What's not so well known is that this sugya, Mekadosh Bemilva, and Mekadosh Bemilva Upruta, it played itself out very much in a fascinating drama with regards to one of the more difficult parshias in Nach to understand. And literally, this takes us all the way back to Shmuel Aleph, Perik Yudzai. So, David HaMelech, we know, was married to Shalom HaMelech's daughter. He was married to Michal Basha. So, within the relationship between David and Shal, Dvarim Atikin V'yuduin, Shal was the Shver, and David HaMelech was the Eitan. If you go through the Pesukei HaTayra, that talk about the marriage of David HaMelech to Michal, it's very, very difficult to understand. And to reconcile with Pashita and certainly to reconcile with the Torah of Alpet, just to bring out the point a little bit. So this is in Shmuel Aleph, it's Perik Yud Ches, it's Pasuk Yud Zayin. Shol El David, Shol tells David, Meirav. I have my oldest daughter, her name is Meirav, I want you to marry her. I'm making one condition. I want you to be a warrior of mine. And I want you to fight on my behalf. Says the Pasuk, the reason Shaul wanted Merav to marry David is not because he wanted David and so badly to be his Edom, but the reason was because he felt This was all a Tachbula. Shal Melech at that point wanted David not to be alive, but he didn't want to kill him. So he said, Alti Yodi boy, I'm not going to touch him. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take him as my Adam. Once he's my Adam, he's going to be my chief of staff. He's going to be on the front lines. And when he's on the front lines, eventually he'll get killed. So Shal Melech has this conniving strategy that let me take David as an Adam. But the bottom line is, Shal El David, this is the part of the passage we need. He ne biti hagdoila meirav oisa etein lochalu isha. The Pasuk says, Vayemir David al-Shol, David told Shol, Mi anoichi, mi chayai, mi mishpachas ovi bi Yisrael, ki eyech oson ha-melech. Who am I to be an Edom by the king? I don't have the credentials, I don't have the pedigree to be able to be married to the king's oldest daughter. Says the next Pasuk, Vayihi be'es teis es meirav ba-Shol le-David. It was at the time that Shol ha-melech gave his daughter Meirav to David, he gave her instead to Adriel Hamachilasi, and she became the wife of Adriel. Now, if you learn all the Mefarshe Hanach, Kemat, they all say that it sounds like from the Pasik that really Meirav never married David. Meaning, Shaul wanted Meirav to marry David. David said, I'm not worthy of being the Edom by the king. It was at the time that 
so wanted to give Meirav to his daughter. She ended up marrying somebody else. She ended up marrying Adriel. Why did she marry Adriel? Because David didn't want to marry her. And because David didn't want to marry her, so she ended up not marrying David. Stating that, as we're going to see in a minute, Chazal had a Ruach HaCheres. Chazal understood this Pasuk that really Meirav did marry Shaul. Shaul said, you're going to marry my daughter. And David HaMelech said, yes, sir. He married Shaul HaMelech's daughter. And by he they really were married, stating that See, even though she's married to David, somehow she ends up marrying Adriel, which is something that's very, very tzarechiyah. The Pasuk continues, very, very next Pasuk, Batev Michal Bashol is David. Shalom Malach had another daughter. Her name was Michal. And Michal liked David very much. And they came and they told Shaul, they said, listen, Meirav is married to Adriel, but you know your next daughter, Michal, she likes David. And when Shaul heard that, it made a lot of sense. But the same cheshman that he wanted David to marry Meirav, okay, so if it didn't work out with Meirav, at least it's going to work out with Michal. Let me give Michal to David. So they all come to David Amalek and they try convincing him, I'm telling you, you should marry Michal. Says David Amalek, it's very similar to what he said when they read him the first This is way you tell David. You think that the reason that I want you as an Adam is because I think you're going to come and give my wife That's not what this is all about. In fact, don't even give me Kesef Kedushin. I don't even need a Tabas. Let me tell you what I want. All I want is Meya Arlis Plishin. Show me that you're a real warrior. And if you could do that, that's all I want. The Pasuk goes out of its way to keep on emphasizing. This was perfect. How's he going to come up with the Kesef Kedushin? I don't need your money. I just want you to fight in the front line, kill a hundred Pelishtim, and like that, you're going to... Okay, you don't want a Mayar, that's all it is. Mayar was Pelishtim for David HaMelech. This was not a big deal. He said, no problem. I can take care of business. David got up. He didn't bring May Arlis Pelishtim. He brought Messiah Arlis Pelishtim. And David Amelech marries Michal Bashol. I'm skipping a little bit. The Posnik says, and this is still in Shmuel Aleph, it's Perig Chofhe, it's Posnik Membal. You ready for a Posnik? The Shol, Nosan es Michal Bitoi, Eishes David, Lepalti ben Layesh, Hashem Migal. This is one of the hardest Psukim in Ach to learn. So, Michal Bashal is married to David, right? The Pasuk says, they're married. What does Shal do? Shal goes and he takes his daughter Michal and he says, you know something, David, she's not going to be married to you anymore. You can't be married to her. Vayev, Vatehav. No. Takes Michal and gives him to a man who you haven't heard of. His name is Palti Ben Laish. He's from Galim. And that's who. So, what's Shalom Aleph doing? She's an Eshesesh. Sounds like it happened with Meirav. And now it's happening again with Michal. 
But to make things even more complicated, and that is skipping out the Shmuel Beis, and this is Parakimul Pasukudalit, Vayishlach David Malachim. This is just in the middle of a lot going on. David sends Malachim al Ish Boishes Ben Shaolemer. Ish is the son of Shaol. Tuna es Ishtias Michal, Ashei Rastili Bemei Arvos Plishtin. I want you to bring me back my wife, Michal. Vayishlach Ish Boishes, Vayikochel Meim Ish, Meim Paltiel Ben Laish. And he went and he took the Ish Boishes, listen to the king, David Malach's king now, and brings Michal back. Etc., etc. And they get married all over again. If she was an Ashes Ish that was married to David, who all of a sudden is living with Balti Ben Layish, so how is it okay for David Amelech to take her again? So if you do a little bit of a sikum of a super duper high level of these psukim going on here in Shmuel Aleph and a little bit in Shmuel Beis, the marriage of David Amelech to the daughter of Shaul. It's mamish a plea. And really, four kashas. Let's start with the first kasha. David HaMelech seemed to have been married to two sisters. This is the one we didn't even speak at. He was married to Meirav, and then he was married to Michal. You just read it in the Mafti Yoyna. So this is something that's awesome. So Pashib Shad, how is it okay for David HaMelech to be married to two sisters? There's an Achis Ishtay problem. Kasha number one. Kasha number two, it sounds like, although it's not 100% clear, but it definitely sounds like David was married to Merab. So after David is married to Merab, so how was Shaul HaMelech able to take Merab away from David and have her marry Adriel? If they're married, she's an HSH. If she's an HSH, David HaMelech didn't die, so she wasn't Kainas Atzma B'Misa Zabal. There's no mention of a get being given, maybe, but it doesn't sound like it. It's said by he beis tesis meir vasholu David vehi nit no ladriel amuchay vasilisha. Sounds like there was some move that took place over here. If that's the case, how was this okay? She's an Asian ish. That shouldn't be fine. Then David Amelech marries Micha. Sounds like this kedushin was kedas Moshe v'Yisrael. But then Shol Amelech decided that he's going to kiilu take revenge against David Amelech, and he steals his wife and gives him to a psayid an el chaman. His name is Palti Belmayish. So what's going on over here? Lachay again, she's an Asian ish. And then at the end of the story, David and Michal, they reunite. They get married again. How could they get married again? And Eishas Ish, that Zinsa Tachas Baila is also about. Kishem Shasur Labal, Kachasur Labal, this is Saito 101. So if that's the case, Pashib Shat, four Tmiz Gedoilas, how do you give a an Eitzah, Eich Matsanu Yadeinu Veragleinu Bebeis Medrash, in terms of understanding this parasha that's going on over here. So the Emes is like this. The Emes is, the answer to this chidah, it begins with a Gemara. It's a Gemara Masech, the Sanhedrin, Dafyotes. And the Emma says, if you go through that Gemara well, you'll see that the Tanoim did a lot of the work. Not all of the work, but the Tanoim did a lot of the work. But the bottom line is, the Tanoim himself started already addressing this issue. We'll start from the beginning. Shalu Talmidim, it's Rabbi Yoisi. The Talmidim asks Rabbi Yoisi, Heich Nasa David Shnei Achoyes B'chayeh. How is David Amelch able to be married to two sisters? He was married to Meirav and he was married to Michal. How can he be married to two sisters? Incidentally, we speak this out a lot. And that is, Shalu Talmidim asks Rabbi Yoisi. Why Rabbi Yoisi? Stam Rabbi Yosi is Rabbi Yosi from Chalafter. Rabbi Yosi is the author of the Seder Oilam. It's Pasha. That's why you find a lot of history questions that were presented to Rabbi Yosi. Because Rabbi Yosi is Dr. Mori the Shmeitzers. I think the Balsay Dadoiris, I think the Abar Benel. 
B'shaitan. So in addition to being Nimukayima and one of the Gedoyli, Gedoyli Atanam, but in terms of Jewish history, he was the master, he was the guru, he's the author of the first history work that we had, the Seder Eilam, and as a result, it makes sense, Shalut Hamidah as Rabbi Yossi. But the bottom line is, they asked Rabbi Yossi this question, that how is Tavon HaMelech allowed to be married to two sisters? Amalem, he told him, Michal Acham Misas Meirav Nasa. The Pasuk doesn't say it, but Meirav died. And because Meirav had died at the time that... David HaMelech married Michal. So there's no problem. Because it's Isha is unique. It's the one Arab that's only Yasa B'chayah. And being that it wasn't B'chayah, since for that reason it wasn't a problem. Shum and Karcha and Reb Shum and Karcha said a different shot. He said, Kedushay Toiz Hayulay B'Meirav. David HaMelech was Makadish Meirav, but at the same time the Kedushin was never a Kedushin. Why not? Shenemar, because the Pasuk says, Tno es Ishti es Michal, Ashe Rasti L'Bemeir Arles Plishtah. Meaning, not where was the toys, but how do you know there was a toys? So, Shuvan Karcha said, I know it from the Pasik, one of the Pesukim we mentioned, that David Amalekh, when he wants Michal back, he says, Give me back my wife, Michal, Asheri Rastili, Bemei Arlis Plushim. My Tamuda, what do you see from there? Amirapop, Rapop explained Rabbi Shuvan Karcha, what he meant to say was, To know as Ishti as Michal, Keilu Michal Ishti, Veloy Meirav Ishti. Meirav was never my wife. Davka Michal was my wife. So, Mar says, My Kedushe toys. What was the Kedushe toys? So this takes us back a parak earlier than we started. We started Shmuel Aleph Perak Yudches. You have to go back one parak earlier. Shmuel Aleph Perak Yudzayin. The Pasuk over there discusses how there was a very scary man. His name was Goliath. And he had laid siege over the encampment of the Jews. And Shalom Melech was very, very worried. And Shalom Melech makes the following proclamation. Vayoymer. And he says as follows. He says, any person that is going to be successful, he's going to be able to defeat and he's going to be able to overcome Goliath, that person, he's going to get Oishar Gadol, and now he's going to get Oishar Gadol, but he's also going to get to marry the daughter of the king. Now, who was the one that killed Goliath? David. So David is the one that killed Goliath. So it says the Gemara that the Pasuk says, David Melech went and he killed Amar Loi. So then David comes and tells Shaul, okay, we had a deal. The deal is you have to give me a lot of money. The deal also is that I get to marry your daughter. So Shaul tells David, Milva Islach Gabai. I have money by you. Why don't we go ahead? And that's perfect. You know, I, I'll be mevatu on the money. That will be the mayhar. And that's how the Kedushin is going to be held. David Malach said, no problem. And David Malach went and he was Mekadish B'milva. Said Shaul afterwards, you are Mekadish B'milva. You know the halacha? Amarav. HaMekadish B'milva. Eina Mekudashes. And being that a Mekadish B'milva is Eina Mekudashes, that's how he was able to get out of the Kedushin. So Shaul Malach said that it's true. You would get, there was a marriage. But it happened with the Milva, with the Oishet Gadol. He never gave anything. He was just mevater on the Oishar Gadol. So it was a Bechina, Mekadosh Memilva, Mekadosh Memilva, and Mekudosh. It's also Yoav and Adriel. So Shalom Melech said, no problem. I don't have to give you my daughter anymore. You're not married. Gave it to Adriel. The Pasuk says, Vahibah is taste as Meirav. So Shaul continues talking to Dov and he says, Iboys, if you want, if you want, I'll give him my daughter Michal. But for that, you're going to have to bring something. Zil, I see the Meir Arlos Plishten. I want you to bring Meir Arlos Plishten. Also, I see law. He went 200. Shaul told David, Milva Upruta Islach Gabai. There's a Milva and there's a Pruta. What's the Milva? The old Milva that he never paid up yet. 
And then there's the pruta. What's the pruta right now? The mayor Arlos Plutchman. It has a Shabbos. That's going to be the Kess of Kedushin, right? Shol thought, Milva u pruta daita milva. Shol was of the opinion that if someone's Makadish with a milva and a pruta, so daita milva. And if that's the case, it comes out just like the Kedushan with Meirav wasn't a Kedushan because Mekadosh with Milva and So too, the Kedushan with Michal is also not a Kedushan because Milva Pruta, Daita Milva. The David Sava, David held Milva Pruta, Daita Pruta. And being that Milva Pruta is Daita Pruta, so it comes out, he held that the Kedushan was a, a good Kedushan. That's the reason that Shola Melech afterwards was able to take Michal and give Michal to Palti Ben Layish. And the reason is because it was the same Makadish Bamilva. In the first case, with Meirav, it was a regular Makadish Bamilva. This is Metaknech, Milva Apruta. But if Milva Apruta is Daita Milva, so it comes out of Tzvaita uh, Makadish Bamilva. And that's how Shul was able to unwind both of these two marriages. The first one is a regular Makadish Bamilva, and the other one is the fancier version of it, of Milva Apruta, which Daita Mviba, you say, and the Gemara says, could be a different name. So the Kuli Alma, Milva Apruta, Daita Apruta, could be everybody held that Milva Apruta is Daita Apruta, but Shul Sabaloi Chazvaloi Midi. Shaul held that Meir Arlus Plishtim was not even worth a pruta. See, he held the Kedushan wasn't a Kedushan. The David Tzavad David held Chazu Lechal Vivashundri. The reason he was Makadosh with it because he thought it's worth you can feed it to the dogs and to the cats. It does have some value. And because it has some value, so therefore it is going to be worth something. But the bottom line is, is that this Gemara is a little bit of a mafteach, at least the Shita of Shur ben Karcha, in terms of understanding what happened with Shaul HaMelech. Shaul HaMelech gave his daughter Meirav to David. And then immediately takes her away and gives it to Adriel. How was he allowed to do that? I thought they got married. Terrence, they got married, but David was a Mekadosh ben Milva. And because David was a Mekadosh ben Milva, so it's for that reason, this was something that was okay. In terms of Michal, David then goes and marries Michal. Now, how was he allowed to marry Michal? He's marrying two sisters. He's not marrying two sisters. Because if the first Kedushan was Mekadosh ben Milva, Mekadosh ben Milva, he was never married to Meirav. So if he was never married to Meirav, so you want to go marry Michal now, you can marry Michal. After he marries Michal, Shol HaMelech goes, and Shol takes Michal and gives Michal to Palti ben Laish. How was Shol allowed to take Michal and give it to Palti ben Laish? L'chayra, they were married. The terrorists is because Shol is of the opinion Shol held that Nuva Pruta Daita Nuva, so the marriage to Micha was also not a real marriage. So if the marriage to Micha was also not a real marriage, so based on that, that's not an issue either. So we understand Shol's moves. Shol is moving. I mean, this is a little tzarchim, but we understand Shol. That the two marriages were not really marriages. They both weren't marriages. One was Makadish Milva. The other one was also Makadish Milva, albeit Milva Apruta. And you have to come on to the Shita, Milva Apruta, Daita Milva. But at the end of the day, Dabu was never married to Meirav. Dabu was never married to Michal. As a result, he wasn't married to two sisters. None of them were Aishas Ishes. And that's when Meirav's allowed to end up living with Adriel. And that's when Michal's allowed to end up living with Palti Ben Laish. The only thing this doesn't explain is Dabu Melech obviously thought that he was married to Michal. How do you know he thought he was married to Michal? Because that's what the Pasuk says. He says, I want you to give me back my wife. That was the whole point. To know as ishti as Michal, asher erasti And the Gemara speaks in Amaphorish. David held that Nuva Apruta is Daita Apruta. So you see, David Amalek thought he was married. So if David Amalek thought that he was married, so how did he take her back? Had he take her back? But that's show. They were never married. So she's not an HSH that was in Zadachas Bailo because she was never really an HSH. But Ladas, 
Ladas David, she was an Eishas Ish. And being that Ladas David, she was an Eishas Ish, David Amalek himself, how was he allowed to take her back? So the emphasis is that the Rajba in a Tshuva was asked this question. So the Shoyal is asking the Rajba. He says he's learning Shmuel Aleph and Shmuel Beis, and he's going through the whole Parsha of David and Shaul and Meirav and Michal, and the whole thing to him seems very, very interesting. And it's mamish above his pay grade, and he says, I can't give Zachanetza, he can't understand Pashup Shad and what's going on over here. So the Rajba writes back to him, This is an Urch, this is the first Chalik of Shaul's Chuvasa Rajba, Simeon so there's thousands of Chuvas from the Rajba. This is the tenth Chuva of the Rajba, Siri Kodesh. But in this Chuva, so the Rajba was asked by the Shaul, he says, Pashup, he's learning Nach over here, and he can't figure it out. So the Rajba writes back to him, he says, Clearly you're confused, but in terms of where your confusion lies, it's something that you're not being very, very clear. So he says, being that you're not telling me what's bothering you, I'm going to have to surmise. I'm going to have to guess. I'm going to have to think for myself. Clarify, but I'm assuming what's bothering you is all these grace of kashas. So he tells him like this that I hear these are good kashas. However, in Dvarim Eilun is kashu be'necha. If this is what's bothering you, you should know it's a mafurish gemara. Kmei yodat tashomer b'san edrim perik koin gadol sheshal hayusavar and it's all arichas. I got the truth from the Rashi. Where all the Rashi does is b'lishoyne azav. He tells this posh the yid a gemara. He just said over a gemara. It's the Rashi, but I think because of the gemara, I got the gemara. And he told him over posh shibshal what's going on here. He says read chazal b'kadosh b'milva. It's a case of, usually when you think of the Rajbin, Makadish Ben Milva, this is not the Rajbin you think of. But the point is, this is a Rajbin, the Sugi Makadish Ben Milva, and he's explaining to him everything that's going on over here. And that's Pashup Shah. But then, at the end, says the Rajbin, but there's one thing that Chazal didn't answer. Chazal answered in all the kashas. How was David allowed to be married to two sisters? Good. The Wetuma Halchem had to answer that. How was Shnola Melech able to take Meir of a Gibbet Hadriel? Because of Milva. Michal Tapalti Ben Laish. Milva Apruta. Daita Milva. But there's one kasha that was never explained, and that is the Das David, that David held that he was married to Michal. So David held that he was married to Michal. How is he allowed to remarry her when she came back? So says the Rajba, as it relates to that kasha, that's already something we have to come up with on our own. So he says like this, I'll tell you my Muschorishin. My Muschorishin is, Michal thought that she was allowed to be married to Palti. Her father Shaul told her, you're allowed to be married to Palti. So, Ledaz David, Michal was an oynus. Because Michal's just following orders. And she's just listening to her father. Michal doesn't know. And being that she doesn't know, so really she's just listening to her father. And if she's just listening to her father's, so she has a din of an oinus, and if she has a din of an oinus, David's allowed to marry her. Because David was Yisrael, he's from Sheva Yehuda, and he's not a Kayan, and therefore he's allowed to marry her. So what's the problem? The problem is, has he allowed to take her back? The Teretz is, in her mind, she wasn't an Eishasish that was being Mazana Tachas, but it's not the Marik. 
This is not a woman that's being moil. She's rebelling against her husband. That's not what's going on. Rebelling. What's happening over here is, is simply that she's listening to her father. Father's the king. He said, you're married. I'm, okay, no problem. I thought I was married to him. No, okay, I'm married to him. Right? That's what's happening over here. And if that's what's going on over here, is that Avada, in the worst case scenario, she's anointed. And if she's anointed, so an Isha Sisha, that's Mazana Ba'inus, isn't allowed to go back to her husband. Says the Rashba, I can tell you a little bit differently. And it could be, Va'oid, it's really and he tells Sue Esther and Achashverosh Ayinsha. Then the Rashi says a Dov and And this line of the Rashi is what makes this Rashi a very famous Rashi. For Oydef Shaloymer, Shaloy Baal Ela Palti Ben Laish. It could be Palti Ben Laish was never Baal Ela. Then it says the Gemara. We'll talk about this tomorrow. Says that when Micha Bashol married Palti Ben Laish, Palti Ben Laish held like David that really she was an Eshesish. And Palti ben Laish was never Baal out. The Gemara says, No, it's Cherev ben Noilu ben And he said, Whoever crosses this Cherev, Yidoke be Cherev zo. Okay. You're going to tell me. So what's Rashba saying? There was never a Znus. There were never Mazana. So if nothing ever happens, what are you worried about? Now you're going to tell me. Very nice, since a good time. How are you supposed to know that this happened? David Melch didn't know that. There were Nevi'im. In the times of David, Valpin Naviyasa. And David Amalek heard from the Nevi'im that there was never a beer, and as a result, he knew it was okay. The Afapishaloy Niskar's Ebekasov, even though said the Raj, but it's not mentioned in a Pasuk anywhere, but you have to say that's what happened. Umikomakoim, but says that ain't Sayyidh Lakach, but he says, besides, you don't have to come on to that anyways, because of what we already mentioned, that she had a din of anointness anyways. But the point is, is that being that to a Nevi'im, you could have done an Alpinavua. The Chidah, in his Birke Yosef, and this is an Arachayim Simon Lamed Beis, he has a very, very, very long Arichas on the whole Indian of Torah Leib HaShamayami. And he says a Chiddush Noira, which at first glance is hard to accept, but he says it's an often Arashba. And he says that even though everybody knows, Torah Leib HaShamayami is one of the Yisoyda Chassidus V'Shayrash Avoyda Atmimah. Ayin Shail Zuchubas Chassam Soifah Simen Reish Ches. He says the whole Messiah of Klai Yisrael is predicated on the fact that a man can't say I had a dream and somebody told me something. So it's based on Mamish. The whole Amuna is gebait on this Indian of Torah Levish So you can't have a Halacha, you can't have a Sifkaton, Elioa, Navi, Tishbi, Yitaritz, Kuldi. These are all problems because you can't have anything that comes. I'll be Rocha Kodesh, I'll be Baskal, right? Baskal said Allah Krabbal Yazir, but we don't, or Lezah Shamuti. We don't care what the Baskal says. That's not the way it works. But at the same time, that's only to be koveya halacha. But to be koveya mitzias, for that is no halacha of Torah Lebeshamayim. And says the Chida, I learned it from a Rajba. Because the Rajba says that David Amelach could have consulted with the Nevi'im, and the Nevi'im would have told him that Palti ben Laish was never born, Michal. And even though there's an Isser, a lav in the Torah of Layucha Bailarishan, a lois has a mamish of a zoina, but at the same time, it wouldn't have been applied. Why? Because you're not, what do you mean, you're not being a vua? Torah Lebeshamayim. The terrorist is Torah Lebeshamayim is when you're being Kaveya Dinim. But if you're being Kaveya Mitzias, in that case, it's not going to be a problem. So the bottom line is, we went through the Psukim a little bit. And we saw that there are four glaring kashas. David Amalek is married to two sisters, Meirav and Michal. It's in the third. It's one of the Arayas. The Chesishtoy is not okay. After David Amalek marries Meirav, Shol Amalek takes Meirav and has her marry Adriel. Then he marries Michal, and Shol has Michal marry Balti Melayesh. And then, at the end of everything, David Amalek takes Michal back. So what's going on over here? You have Achis Isha, you have Eshesish, you have Eshesish, 
And you have Soita, Zinsa Tachas Baila, Repoina Dal Makula. We're finishing Seder Nosham now. You know, we have half of Seder Nosham going on in Pesukei Anach. So what's Pashib Shah? Three of the four kashas Chazal already addressed. How was he allowed to marry two sisters? Either Meirav was already not alive, or the whole Kedushin to Meirav wasn't a real Kedushin. It was a Makadosh Milva, Makadosh Milva. What was the Milva? The Milva was the money that Shalom Melech had promised David for killing Goliath. If David was never married to Meirav, there's no kasha how Meirav was allowed to marry Adriel. Michal, Michal, according to Shaul, was also a, a Kedushin Tais. Because... At that point, Shaul HaMelech still owed David the money. And although David HaMelech gave Mei Arlos Plishten, it's a Milva Pruta Daita Amilva. Or, I think had anybody saying, but maybe everybody holds Milva Pruta Daita Pruta, but it could be Shaul held, it wasn't even worth the point, it wasn't married to Michal. Not married to Michal. You can go to Paltim Elish. Now, David thought he was married to Michal. So if David thought he was married to Michal, she was by Paltim Elish. So for that, we have the Rashba. Either the Rashba says this was a Maisa Oynes, right? She didn't know the Halacha, Shaul Forster, this is Mamash Estevach And as a result, this is not going to be a, an issue. Inami was done up in and there were that said nothing ever happened, which we know, Chazal say, no, it's and being that the Nevi'im already said it happened, even though Torah Lebe Shemayim, but to be Machriya Metzius for that, Torah could be Menach Shemayim, and it's for that reason, this is going to be okay. But we'll just end with one interesting Nukuda. And Metz Hashem will pick this up tomorrow. And that is, it seems that there was a Machloikis between David HaMelech and Shol HaMelech. A Kedushin Diga Machloikis. If someone's Mekadosh Memilva Upruta, Daita Milva, or is it Daita Pruta? Shaul held Daita Milfa, and that's why the Kedushin to Michal wasn't a Kedushin. Whereas David Amelech held Daita Pruta, and as a result, really, she was married. So I'll tell you a fascinating Toysvis. It's a Toysvis, Marmash. It's not a, a Grace of Aramakim. It's a Toysvis Alatar. It's not Favorfin. It's in Chagiga Daftezai in Amadala. So everyone knows the Mishnah. The Mishnah says that there was a major Machloikis amongst the early, early, early Tanoham, in fact, amongst the Zugais, whether if somebody brings a carbon on Yontif, do you do Smicha? Or do you not do smicha? So one of the mitzvahs that a person has to do when he brings a carbon is he leans all his weight on the carbon. It's what we know as smicha. And there was a big shiloh, whether you do smicha on yantif or whether you don't do smicha on yantif. And the Mishnah says, Yosef ben Yehazah, Oymah shaloy lismoich. Yosef ben Yehazah said, lismoich. Yeshua ben Prachah said, no. Nitai or Beli said, yeah. Yudah ben Tabai said, no. Shemim ben Shetach said, yeah. Shemayah said, yeah. Aftalian said, no. Shammai said, no. Hill said, yeah. The Mishnah in Mesechtis Chagigat Achtezayin Amanal. Toysvis over there quotes a Yerushalmi. The Yerushalmi is in the second paragraph of Mesechtis Chagigat, and the Yerushalmi says as follows: Barishoyna lehoisa machloikis biYisrael ella alasmicha vulvat. This is the first machloikis in the history, the history of the Torah. The Amdu Shamai veHillel, then Shamai and Hillel came. The Asu Oisan Arba, and they went from there being one machloikis. This machloikis mentioned in the Mishnah. They added three. And as a result, what they ended up with was four. Pun intended. But until Dovin Amalek, Malcolm Meshich is going to come, 
it's going to be this way, we're going to have machloikis. But what was the first machloikis in history, says the Yerushalmi, and really it's Kamara Bavli Olson, Tmura Daftezayin, the first machloikis ever was Smicha Nyantev or not Smicha Nyantev. Freik the Heligatosis. Be Yerushalmi Yama, be Yerushalmi Lehoi Machloikis, El Allah Smicha Bovat. Vechulu Vechulu. Vyesh Lutmaya. Hare Nechleku Kvarbi Meishol. Al Milvo Prutos. And Edgy Yotesamit Beis. As I Freik Tosis. Vyesh Lutmaya. It's a Tosis Akasha. Says Tosis Veshema, Kibben the Shalu Beis Dinoi, have a savory Daitayam Milvo. Vloy Hoya Adam Choyle Golov. Rag. Lesfi Svarez David. David Melchin Svarez or Daita Pruta. By the way, who do we Paskin like? Paskin like David Melch. You have to know Kali Apsach when there's Machlikis David and Shal. But no, we Paskin like David is like Miskiri Machlikis. That's not called a Machlikis. It was just David. That wasn't a Machlikis. David Melch. Kifi Svaroso. He thought that that's the way it is. But the bottom line is, Taisvah says that the Yerushalmi, and it's a shtickle of Babli also, Taisvah quotes it from the Yerushalmi. It's a little more Mufurish in Yerushalmi. But it's, we know this that the first Machlikis ever was Smichanyatev, not Smichanyatev. Taisvah says, Yesh Litmaya, it's not true. So really, this sugya of Mekadesh Ben Milva, Mekadesh Milva Pruta, Alumdish. Oh, it added down. But also, in terms of the rest of the story, number one, it played itself out very, very stark in a hard drama in Shmuel Aleph and Shmuel Beis with regards to the marriage of Dovin Amelech to the daughters. Lashen Rabin, Nerev and Michal of Shalom And also, it could be it's the answer to an interesting trivia question. That is, what is the first Machloikis ever? So, in the Yerushalmi and Taisvah's quotes in the Chagiga, it sounds like it's Michan Yantiv. But Taisvah says, I'm digging into my resource and I can come up with one other one. And that is this Shiloh writer. What about Mayavi, Volim Mayavis? So I saw they asked this Kasha. But the bottom line is, this would seem to be the first Machloikis ever. Mekadesh, Milva Apruta, Daita, Milva, Daita, Apruta.